0: Welcome. I'm Asa A. And this is The August Life, a podcast about my life as an actress and entrepreneur, which technically they're the same thing, but I digress. <laughs> Join me weekly for candid discussions about Black culture, growth, self-care, business, education, and a whole bunch of other shh. Oh, and I have a lot of amazing friends who'll be joining me and all my nonsense. There's no telling what will happen when the mic comes on, but I promise it'll be entertaining. So get comfy and enjoy the light, the August light. Welcome back to the August light. Today, we are continuing our conversation about trauma, where it stems from, how to heal from it, why we need to understand our personal traumas, and how it shows up in our relationships and everyday life. This is part two of the series with our special guests, Drea and Michelle, so make sure you listen to part one so you're all caught up. Now, before we get back to our conversation, I think we need a little inspiration, so here are a few more inspirational quotes to help kick this off right. As soon as healing takes place, Go out and heal somebody else. Maya Angelou. Healing begins where the wound was made. Alice Walker. So now we're getting back into our conversation here on part two. And we were kind of getting into healing as adults. Ooh, baby. That quote. Healing begins
1: where the wound was made. There you go. Mm -hmm. Baby. Let me just tell you, that's a real quote. Because sometimes you're already healing, but you're healing incorrectly. How can you heal wrong? Okay, so with any kind of wound, right? Mm -hmm. Whether it be an abrasion, whether it be a fracture, what have you. Say you break a bone and that bone is not set. That bone will heal, but it's going to heal in the wrong way. You're right. Maybe it causes you to have a limp for the rest of your life. Maybe you can't use the limb anymore, even though it is fully healed. And in order to heal it correctly, you might have to re-break that bone. The same thing happens with trauma. Sometimes you heal incorrectly. You create bad patterns for yourself. You create unhealthy coping mechanisms for yourself. And usually you have to go back through the trauma, whether that's reliving it in some way or readdressing it in some way for you to go back and be like, all right, let me unlearn my patterns. So what you're saying
0: is we basically find ways to deal with our hurt that really are just band-aids.
1: Yes. And sometimes people never go back and try and fix it. We all know that person who you know they've been through some stuff and you know they have some unhealthy habits because of it. That's what I say
0: your trauma is showing.
1: Your trauma is showing. But they never want to go back and fix that trauma. They never want to go back and heal it the correct way. And so they are very content to just be out here like, trauma all day <laughs> yeah i mean for them it's a quick
0: fix it's working right now they see no point because they're like i'm not hurt as bad as i was
1: why not just keep going as i am i can keep living that way and i am dead guilty of it
0: i, I think mean, we all are you're absolutely correct because I, I know some ooh. stuff where i just watch and i see myself and i'm like "Ooh, dang they unlearn you like to ooh. this date <laughs> You're like, I thought I healed from
1: that. Why is this coming back up? Right. You know? I thought I had a better strategy for this. And clearly, I do not. Like... Not
0: at all. So how can people identify the root causes of their trauma? Is it individual work? Or can family and friends help them with that? How do you... I think
1: I... it's an amalgam. I yeah. Think it's, I think
2: it's
0: a mix. It's a mix.
2: That's the definition. That's Don't the even definition. look at her like that. It's a
0: mix, okay? I figured that's what the definition was. Um... <laughs> <laughs>
1: No, I think sometimes it takes you sitting down saying, why did I respond that way? And being honest with yourself. But sometimes it can take you asking questions. Me asking my mother last time about, why do I have this nightmare of my father being taken away from, you know, under the ground? And it was like, oh yeah, you were in that training exercise. And I'm like, how come no one's spoken to me about this? Because
0: I think sometimes we take ourselves out of the equation of how important it is to help others to heal and our responsibility Mm -hmm. and our part in that healing but i think we have to start it sounds like we have to start with being curious about why we are the way we are yes and then once we are curious figuring out the things that are triggering to us and then digging into those triggers asking the why asking how do i get to this what what do I remember about my childhood or about a relationship that kind of aligns with that? Yeah. Is that what we're getting at? You're talking about shadow work. Shadow work, okay. Well, go ahead and explain ahead. shadow, shadow go ahead. work. Go ahead with a clinical definition hey, hey. of it.
2: Go ahead. <laughs> so shadow work is about getting into touch with parts of yourself that you might have repressed. That little girl that was like, where did my dad go? Like he just went into the floor, might've been repressed. And so the question is, how do I get there? Like, how did I get here? These triggers you're talking about. Mm -hmm. And so the goal of shadow work is to integrate all of those pieces of yourself back together.
0: So what we kind of like are in pieces or something?
2: Yeah. So here's the thing. You were talking about how you have calm ASA and then you got St. Louis Asa. Mm -hmm. In a perfect world, calm and St. Louis Asa would be one asa yes where you're calm but you're still direct about what you need to get done so you ain't gotta flip no tables
1: in theory in theory in theory in theory
0: okay so the shadow work
1: i think another way people can address trauma is by being unapologetic about asking questions about the past
0: yes okay so just kind of getting into the next question what are some things people can do on their own to begin to heal from their issues
1: i think just that yeah you know unapologetically saying what happened because a lot of times people gloss over it people say it in pretty or frilly words or they Mm -hmm. use euphemisms and shit and it's like what the hell does that mean right just
2: say it say what happened and then true and honest self-reflection because we have a habit of lying to ourselves Mm -hmm. about things that have happened or the way we feel about things that have happened
0: so what are some good ways, some actual tools that you can use to do some reflection?
2: Journaling is really mm-hmm. good.
0: Which I love.
2: Yeah. Some people don't like it. And the people who typically who don't like it are the ones who don't do a lot of self-reflection, who don't do inner work.
1: And there's lots of ways to journal, I will say. Yeah. Like, you oh, don't yeah. have to just physically be writing. You could be typing. People do audio journals all the time. Yeah.
0: Yeah. This podcast can be considered an audio journal.
1: It could. Right. Yeah. Make
0: it for music, art.
2: Music. Mm-hmm. I have clients who they don't write. I'd be like, okay, what color are you today? Tell me, you know, about this color. And so they do a color journal. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Why are you looking like that? What the fuck
0: is a color journal? What the fuck? Okay, so. She's like, tell me what color you are.
1: It is a little weird. It's a little weird. <laughs>
2: tell me what color you are. And you might say, oh, I'm feeling a little, I'm feeling like. Where, what is today. the
0: basis of this color journal? Where is this coming from? Like, how do they know what color they are?
2: They you determine, and so we talk about what does that color look like for you? What does it mean? So they just pick a color and then they define it.
1: Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I could say the same color and it not Michelle, be the same thing. And it's not the same thing. Yeah.
0: Okay. That's what I need to clarify because mm-hmm. I'm like so weird.
1: So is the there colors?
0: like do I need to Google? So blue
2: means this. Oh, no. Right.
1: <laughs> no. I'm no. just like if you say today I am I'm green. Green. Okay. Right. Green can mean for me green is my favorite color. So if I'm having a green day, it's a good day. I'm feeling good about things. I'm feeling renewed. I'm feeling rejuvenated. For someone else, But, so like, me. But, mm-hmm. so like,
2: green is not my favorite color. It's probably my least favorite color. I know. I know. I, know.
0: I feel like that was fighting words right there. <laughs> no. I don't tell people yeah. that. Michelle, like... we were good. <laughs> Look, I'm Just sorry. ruin a good thing. So,
2: for, for me, if I be like, oh, I'm feeling a little green, that might mean mm, I'm feeling a little sick. Things like that.
0: Okay, so your clients speak in the terms of colors yeah. to express
2: Yeah, because this client I'm talking about is an
0: artist. So that makes sense. Yeah, me. and this client don't write. The colors mean a lot. Because they're yeah. probably painting their feelings sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like when they mm-hmm. feel a certain way, they probably use certain colors. So that right. makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's a good way to
2: do it. What's more? You have people who sometimes do social media journals they yeah. get on their blogs, talk just, blogs. yeah oh,
0: okay it would be a video blog basically with mm-hmm.
2: it. okay it will speak to someone else that is the thing and that's but there's the also part. such
1: a thing as trauma porn where people really they're they, re- into that they're really into seeing other people's trauma they get an endorphin rush yeah or a dopamine rush yeah from they get a high mm-hmm. yeah yes that's probably the best other way. people's mm-hmm. trauma i will say i like true crime yeah we michelle both. does as well yeah. i enjoy true crime and true crime can get dark. dark well we've already established
0: you are you got a dark sense of humor over there. i
1: do but it's real weird when you're talking about ed Gein making a nipple belt like it he gets did. weird he did didn't make a nipple he made belt. a belt out, out of, nipples of nipples from people he killed, killed. it's a thing it is.
0: <laughs> it's real and people get a rush off of this
1: yeah, yeah.
0: okay you know, we're going to shift the subject real quick. <laughs> my bad, my bad. It went real weird. It went somewhere where
1: it was like, wait, we talking about traumas? Are we talking about yeah, I mean, serial but, killers? But a little it's, bit of both. It's, it's, <laughs> to bring it back, it's a little bit of both. But to bring it back, learning about someone who can survive from that is sometimes really empowering when you're going through something way less. It's something that can be like, if she can make it through that shit, I can make it through not liking my boss.
0: Yeah. Right. <laughs> so with hearing other people's stories and other people's survival stories, is that a coping mechanism or a tool that people can use? Keep in mind that people can be traumatized by hearing other people's traumatic
2: stuff, so be careful. But there's also a thing that's called post-traumatic growth.
0: Don't hit it and educate us. Okay, so Don't it's the
2: positive psychological change experience as a result of going through something stressful, something traumatic. So those are those, like, that's my thing why I like survivor stories, because they're always like, I'm still here, and I did this, and I've grown, as opposed to someone who has post-traumatic stress disorder, and they have not yet gotten there.
0: What can African Americans do to heal from generational traumas or curses?
2: Tell the fucking
0: truth. Tell the goddamn truth. Wait, wait, wait. (laughs) That came out with such force and anger. Like, were you triggered when you heard that? A little bit. A little bit. So, so many of my clients. So, wait. So, both of y'all were (laughs) triggered by this question? Yes. Yes.
2: Okay. Yes. Because, let me tell you, as a black woman who primarily works with people of color, as a therapist, so many issues that my clients come in with, are because growing up, their families didn't tell them the truth, or something happened and we just ignore it and we act like it didn't
0: happen. Tell the truth. We we it. brush a lot under the rug. We avoid a lot of things. Yes. Yeah. or you say it's it in a terrible.
1: weird way. You right? Say no, it no. In a shady. Like way. tell the truth. Or Don't, you
0: kind of cloak and dagger it.
1: If
2: there's that uncle that oh you can't leave the kids with that uncle why uncle
0: <laughs> say that uncle touch kids okay, okay. he's a molester he's like a molester. Be honest about the traumas in your lineage. You don't yes. know what the family curses are. Yes,
2: like, you cannot break a family curse if you don't even know it's a curse. Right. You
0: can't. Right. And you shouldn't have to wait until you're adult to figure out that it's a family curse by, you know, watching your family go through it and then watching your generation go through it and then still seeing it go through the younger generations. It's like, mm-hmm. okay,
1: when is this going to stop?
0: And sometimes conversation you needs have to, be- to ha-
1: you have to force the conversation. I'm nosy. I
0: and got it's
1: questions. True. It's true. true. And I think a lot of times where people, especially in the black community, it becomes a sign of disrespect to ask questions about Mm -hmm. certain things. And it's like, I'm not disrespecting you. I'm trying to understand what happened. I'm trying to get to the root of this family Mm -hmm. and get to the root of what's going on. Because y'all mad because so-and-so and and -and so-and-so are dating. But what you won't say is that the mama and the daddy used to deal with each other. Right. So tell the truth. So tell the truth.
0: I think it comes down to, like, if you have these conversations, what people don't realize if you start having these conversations, then you can start teaching the younger generations to how to avoid these same traumas and get over these same hurdles. Because if you keep brushing under the rug and keep letting everything go on in the dark and it never comes to light, Mm -hmm. we're going to keep repeating the same cycles.
1: 100%.
0: What makes it challenging for people to have these conversations? Is it a trauma that triggers people where they feel uncomfortable to talk about sex? Could it be like with sex, people have had some kind of sexual assault, so they have a very touch-and-go relationship with sex?
1: Yes, it could be. It could be. It could be that it was talked about in a negative way for a long time for them.
0: How so? How do you talk about sex in a negative way? With
1: black people, you need to stay, if you're a woman, you need to be a virgin right
0: i don't know every culture cause i yeah, think that's a christian that's it's a, a christian thing. that's a christian you thing. need yeah. to be
1: you need to stay a virgin okay but eventually i'm supposed to get married and have sex so how oh, are you gonna tell me how this goes yeah things? like yeah right <laughs> how are we never discussing these things or with boys a lot of times it's like oh you gotta lose your virginity early but no, early but no one's talking to them about how to have safe consensual sex yeah and okay, then not. you
2: end up with people like men males who have had sexual experiences when they were too young with people mm-hmm. who were too old and that is a trauma that they don't even realize that they have experienced yep. so what
0: kind of traumas comes from that when a younger man has sex with an older woman
2: you can end up with young men who think that their only worth is their penis.
0: Oh, girl, that's a lot of men out there.
2: It's a lot of like men that. out there or Ooh. a lot of men who think that.
0: That's those men who sending them dick pics as a unsolicited
1: <laughs> in your <laughs> no DMs. No one asked for this. No, no one, one. asked for
0: this. Why are you sliding in my DM with your penis, sir? <laughs> Put yeah. it away. That's what you, that, men, if you're leading with that, with a woman that you have not had a conversation with or that you don't know, you're basically telling her or him if you send them to men that your only worth is your penis yeah True. and then
2: you have men who don't know how to deal with their emotions their tra- their trauma and they try to sex it away so that's how you end up with
0: so that's another coping mechanism to try to sex it away yeah
2: and you that's how you end up with men who have lots of children mm-hmm. lots of baby mamas
0: i just thought of one celebrity that came to mind. A couple of them but
2: <laughs> go ahead keep
0: talking keep uh, talking michelle
2: and then you have <laughs> ones who and that's how you end up with men unfortunately in older age are now dealing with younger women Mm
0: -hmm.
2: because they never got a chance to mature fully and Mm -hmm. so younger women
0: will tolerate will tolerate the things
2: that older women are
0: now no longer tolerating so that's usually a sign of a trauma that they haven't matured when you see these men who are dating somebody 10 20 years younger than them it can be it can be it can be you know, all these things. Uh, could, it could be they just like them a young hard and, and they
1: rule, Yeah.
0: <laughs> nothing, I know nothing is a hard and fast rule that is always understood, but typically there is something
1: amiss. Every behavior yeah. has an antecedent. Yes. Every behavior has something that came before to cause this behavior to happen or cause this kind of response. But knowing what antecedents, knowing what things trigger certain responses is a sign of growth. It is a sign that you are addressing some of your traumas.
0: And I, I think that's kind of a first step there. Yeah. Saying, hey, something's wrong here. That is where How you did I first start. Yes. hmm Yes. That's where you first
2: start. You first say, some ain't adding up. One plus one is equaling three. But everybody else says two. Something's happening. Right.
0: Mm-hmm. And a lot of times I think also it helps to have conversations with people. Be around people who are dealing with their issues. Mm-hmm. Who are mm-hmm. uh, aware and honest and open and... In that same space as you or in the space that you want to get to in your life. So when you are going through some things, you kind of realize, oh, I ain't alone in this. You know, we all working on some shit. We Mm -hmm. all got some issues here that we need to fix. Yes.
1: And for some people, it doesn't become obvious that you need to work on something until you get on into a group of people who have already worked on it. Mm hmm surrounding yourself with people who are actively working on or not surrounding yourself but having those people in your life Mm -hmm. who are actively working to change themselves actively working on figuring out who they are actually supposed to be Mm -hmm. not who things have told them to be because let's be real stigma is still a huge part of a lot of things this whole black thing with you can't go to therapy you can just jesus Mm -hmm. away
0: let me say something you can have therapy in jesus too you can. Yes, you can. You can. Ooh, somebody did a whole series about having therapy and Christianity. Mm-hmm. You can have God and therapy. You, you can, can have, have Jesus and therapy. You can have mm-hmm. whatever your religion is and therapy. And okay.
1: There are therapists. There are counselors out there who know the word.
0: Yeah. Right. People need to know that you can have both. You can have
1: both. You can have a therapist that
2: is faith based. Yes. Mm-hmm. That is a thing. That's not my thing, but that
0: is a thing. She said, let me be clear. All right, it's time to get back to the fun. Today is round two, a.k.a. the championship of our segment, A Race Against Time. As a recap, Michelle lost the first round, so today is me versus Drea. We picked numbers to see who would go first, and Drea is up first. Now, Michelle is going to give Drea a category and she will have 30 seconds to name five things from that category. Then I will go, but with a different category. We will do this twice for each person. If both successfully name five items from each of their categories, we will go to a lightning round. In this round, Michelle will give one category and we will go back and forth naming an item from that category until someone can't name an item. But here's the catch. We only have five seconds to say an answer, so if we take longer than five seconds, the other person wins. Once again, the categories are in a bowl, and to be fair, Drea and Michelle have added categories as well. Michelle will pull each category at random, including the lightning round category. All right. Shit. Drea. She looked at me scary. Uh uh.
2: Is U.S. states that end in A? I and might be able to do this. Go.
1: Montana. Iowa, Arizona, Alabama, Georgia.
0: Oh, look at you! She that did. was an easy one. That was mine. Yeah. All right, are you, you ready? So I know I'm getting one of y'all categories for sure. For sure. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> Dre wrote this one. I'm about so to struggle like hell. Maybe Broadway shows. Go Hamilton, Lion King, Wicked, oh. Phantom of the Opera, and Grease. Yes. 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 Okay, it's back to Drea. Drea.
1: I believe in myself.
2: <laughs> music genres. Oh,
1: I got this.
0: You should. You came up with the category. Oh, your time is going. Oh shit!
1: Uh, <laughs> it's J-pop, funk, country, uh, chill R and B, or or uh, alternative R and B. That's um, the same thing. Alternative music, punk. Um, what I've had, I've named five. I don't think that, did. Uh, oh, gospel. <laughs>
0: Okay. Okay. There we go. There you go. Because I'm like, she said, alternative R and B and like something else, R&B, chill R and B. Chill R and B. Those the same thing. Okay. I was like, an alternative is a category
2: by itself, ma'am.
0: Let's see what I get now. Oh my
2: goodness. You got this. You got this. Oh, <sighs> I think this one's mine. It is. Uh-huh. I should have
0: read her damn email.
2: <laughs> you should have,
1: because I should have read this email. email.
0: <laughs> Book genres uh mystery fiction non-fiction history biography uh, uh,
2: uh, 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 uh. Wait drama wait a minute no i have qualms no because history <laughs> is under
0: non-fiction. non-fiction i kept going though you could have said i said drama yeah. and then i said comedy so how many did i get she Did I did five. I not get five? You she did. Five. You did. Okay, so it's <laughs> okay. Because my history. time wasn't up. So no, your time wasn't up. excluding including <laughs> history. She all yeah. got she got five. I that's why I kept naming shit because I was like, just oh, in this case. Oh, lightning round. Yeah. Yes, bitch. I was gonna make us go to the lightning round. <laughs> <laughs> god, damn it. It
1: it's going <laughs> down for real.
2: <laughs> oh <damn>. god. <laughs> so the category is dog breeds.
0: I don't know this. You go first
2: though. You get a, that's an advantage.
0: I'm gonna make up some shit.
2: <laughs> I'm gonna know if you made it up.
0: I wrote it. Is a breed a type? Yeah. yeah. Okay.
2: So, like.
0: Okay, don't give me an example because you might use one of them. I'm, I'm thinking. Yeah.
2: yeah. Okay. We so got this. We believe ready? Mm hmm. Okay, go. Chihuahua. Yorkie.
0: Greyhound. Uh, terrier. Doberman. Bulldog. Pitbull.
1: Uh, Great Dane. Labrador. Collie.
0: Cane Corso.
1: What the fuck uh um you're ch- running ch- out of time uh shih tzu boodle pomeranian
0: Dalmatian,
1: uh, german shepherd
0: york short terrier um french bulldog time, time. i didn't have nothing <laughs> <laughs> i was out of them
2: you did so well
0: Oh, you did so well you did a good I was job definitely just naming shit You did <laughs> but a you good named job. This up. and then she named my favorite
2: dogs which is what
0: cane corso but i only knew that because one. my friend has one so that's the only reason i knew that shit N- that was the shit that was made me be like what the fuck I-, I was thinking i was like shit my friend has a cane corso i was like what the fuck is that name cane corso. <laughs> yeah husky husky uh-huh. i had a husky growing
1: up Mm-hmm yeah but yeah
0: yeah we did like the major I, ones it was getting the husky was, was the only one that we had named yeah
1: we could have done a chow I, chow we could have done a labradoodle a labradoodle we could have done Yeah, I'm making up names no
0: so <laughs> drea is the champion yay I mean, what is her prize
1: absolutely nothing, nothing. <laughs> right
0: yeah bragging mm-hmm. rights the
2: next time we we step on this podcast she's gonna be like you remember i won
1: because uh, yeah, i
0: remember you only, only won man. because i was nice to you and not Crazy made you go man. against michelle and harry potter yep you're because, damn straight
1: because <laughs> if she had let me she go, took pity on me and i appreciate i it. took pity yeah <laughs> because I <laughs> I <appreciate laughs> had she gone with harry potter i was gonna be screwed <laughs> she was
0: gonna be <laughs> out round two all right so congratulations to drea now before we get out of here Is there anything you ladies want to leave our listeners with? This is your time to give out your social media handles, self-promote, or say something inspiring. Of course, you know technically we still have a podcast called Life 401
1: Advanced Shenanigans. Shenanigans. Not, we are coming back in the really new sure year. If we I promise. Believe
0: they asses at this point, but okay,
1: You we can believe. We it. promise. We coming back. Uh, I'm gonna hold
0: this to y'all asses we because got
1: email account.
0: So if I don't get I an dare. episode in the new season before this episode drops, how we let
2: her lap us with seasons? What do we do? I am going to Easy drag y'all.
0: I mean. We're coming back. Okay, We're coming back. now get back to promotion. They have, um, po- they still have a podcast, have Life a podcast. 401 Advanced Shenanigans. That's yes. right.
1: And if I can leave you with anything here, I would say please be kind to yourself. It is a process. You are learning and growing. And as long as you never stop learning and growing, you're not doing it wrong.
0: Amen. <laughs> I'll drop, the, of course, the podcast handle in the show notes. Now, Michelle, you got anything for us?
2: Well, ditto on everything that Drea said. But also something I tell my clients all the time is you cannot control what people do or say, but you can control how you react to it. So
0: choose the best option for you. As always, it has been a pleasure to have you all on this show. I have truly enjoyed it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Until next time, be a light and August light. Come back next week for another enlightening episode of The August Light. If you were entertained or inspired by this show, tell someone about it. Listen and follow wherever you get your podcast, Leave a review about it somewhere, anywhere. And follow us on Instagram and Twitter at the August underscore light and at the August Light Talk on Clubhouse. Oh, and check our Instagram every week for the weekly queue.